Real quick, I want to tell you about a free webinar I'm hosting on April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time called Repurposing Content for Your Podcast. Depending on the guru of the day, you need a podcast, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, and don't forget your own blog and newsletter. And this can lead to burnout fast. But I'm here to tell you a better way. By repurposing content, there's a reason I'm able to publish three podcast episodes per week, three newsletters, and post on LinkedIn almost daily. So in this free 60-minute webinar, you will learn how to capture content ideas as easily as possible, how to build your own content flywheel from content you've already created, how to keep track of everything, and how to create a two-way street where you're repurposing for and from your podcast. Sign up for free today at profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. If you are struggling to create content, you need this webinar. Again, that URL is profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. Hey, everybody, we've got another coaching call for you today, but it's a little bit different than the normal coaching calls that I've done on this show before because Trudy Avery, the guest today, is shutting down her podcast. So instead of a coaching call on what you can do to improve your podcast, we're doing a little bit of a post-mortem. And Trudy's biggest problem, as you'll come to find out, is actually positioning. She is a brand expert, a branding expert, She goes by the logo lady, but her show was about starting a brand new business. And so what we discuss in this episode is passion projects versus projects that have a measurable ROI for your business, what she could have done differently, and what maybe she'll do in the future. If you like episodes like this, these coaching calls, let me know. You can go to profitablepodcaster.fm slash feedback. There's a link in the show notes. And if you want to be the subject of one of these coaching calls, you can go to the same place and let me know. I try to do one per month. They are on a first come first serve basis. And uh, I will help you solve your biggest podcasting problem in about 20 minutes. But without further ado, let's get to the intro and then the interview. Having a profitable podcast is like having any other profitable business. You need to make money, sure, but you also need to grow. You need to spend your time wisely and you need predictability. A couple of sponsors won't make you a profitable podcaster. But having systems to stay consistent, create steady growth, and generate predictable income will. That's what you'll get with this show. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and my podcasts have been profitable from day one. I'll share everything I know with you here on The Profitable Podcaster. All right, I am here with Trudy Avery. Uh, Trudy, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate you coming on. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for asking. Um, now, you, as we record this, you uh, released an episode of your podcast, um, basically announcing that uh, you will no longer be doing it. But it's yeah. called Why My Podcast Failed. So 
I, I, I just want to start off by saying I think that um, uh, you did a, a great job kind of breaking down what worked and what didn't work for you, uh, kind of these, these podcast lessons. Um, but I, I do want to dig into some of that uh, today. And so, um, first of all, um, the, your podcast was called The Brand New Business Podcast. So it's still going to be up for a little bit, I assume, right? It's not, it's, or are you well, like taking it down immediately? <laughs> okay. I'm going to leave it, see what happens. If anybody can glean anything from it, it would be great. Awesome. Um, that's great. And uh, full disclosure, I was on the podcast. I I enjoyed our interview. Um, but uh, I think I was, I might have been a little late sharing it because I was in Disney World the week it came out. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's one of the, I mean, that's one of the things that you mentioned. But let's, let's start off uh, this call by, I'll ask you what you felt your biggest, um, your biggest struggle or your biggest problem with the podcast was. Yeah, I mean, and that is a, a multifaceted answer, really. But mm. I think my greatest learning is I decided from the first instance, I'm going to do a podcast because I'm really passionate about something. And the thing for me was uh, my clients, really, my my design clients, they're new businesses, they come in to business and they're really passionate about what they do. And sometimes they have these amazing backstories and amazing experiences. And pretty much all of them have got a tale to tell. And I thought, there's people who come along and say to me, well, I wish I could start a business. And for me, I was, I was like, well, you can. But everybody puts blocks in the way. Like, I can't because of the mortgage. I can't because of the kids. I can't because of I'm too highly paid already. I I, I don't know what I do. You know, listen me. And I thought, I can help these people. And I really wanted to help. And I thought, and it does link back to me as a branding expert. It's a slightly tenuous, but, you know, it. this is who I am. This is what I do. But in the end, I think it was a case of it wasn't a strong enough link to me as a branding expert. It didn't make people listen to the podcast and go, I really want to work with her. She needs to do my branding. So in terms of lead generation, which is a, a big part of why I wanted to do it as well, it just didn't happen. Didn't happen. Mm. So, you know, I was doing this almost altruistic thing, which was lovely. And I really enjoyed doing it. And I loved the learning curve and everything was great. But I'm just one person in my business. And to spend 10 hours a month editing for podcasts, I just, yeah. I can't, I can't sustain that really. Yeah. That's tough. Right. Because if you're not getting a return on your investment and you charge, you know, even a hundred dollars an hour, um, then, uh, you know, that's a thousand bucks a month that you're spending in your own time to edit a podcast. And if it's like a, if it's something you're really passionate about and you're willing to spend like, uh, $12,000 a year on it on top of the actual costs, then, then fine. But, I think a lot of people, right, especially listeners of this show, the profitable podcaster, yeah. they want a, a way they want to have a show that makes the money. And so I think you're um, to use the British term, I think, bang on. Right. I'm, I think I'm using that right by saying um, it wasn't a strong enough link to uh, to your um, your own brand and your own expertise. Right. Um, yeah. And this is something a lot of po I think a lot of people who start a podcast uh, as a passion project, 
this is a uh, this is something a lot of um a problem a lot of people have right and so like oh i'm really into lego so i'm going to start a, a show uh, about lego or i'm really into disney so i'm going to start a show about disney but um that's fine if it's your hobby but if you if you want this to be a vehicle for your business um and you want it to generate leads then it it should be linked to you and your expertise. So I think if we take the same concept, I think what you probably could have done was highlight more of your client stories, right? Cause you said like your clients have a lot of great stories about how they started the business. Um, high, really like make it part, I would say like make it part of what you offer your clients say like, not only am I going to do the branding for you, but we're also going to record a podcast interview after the branding is done about what I did and how I did it. And you'll tell your story and how I integrated that story. Right. That like really helps Ooh. tell the story of um, that, like really helps tell the story for your client and also helps the people that you, you want to help. Right. I couldn't start a business for whatever. Right. Like I, sp- I, I know specifically when I was on your show, you asked me, um, and I told the story about how, like, I started a business with a three-month-old at home. Like, I left my full-time job. My wife was still on maternity leave. And so, like, I decided, all right, well, I'm going to obliterate all of our income mm-hmm. and bet on this business. Um, and, like, it worked out, you know, so far so good. We have got three kids now <laughs> and I'm still self-employed. Um, but I think that that might have been a really good angle or... Yeah conversely right start the mini podcast where you give people branding tips um and i think you know i think that there's a lot of people doing that you'd have to find your own spin on it um but this all comes back to the mission statement right and i, I know you've seen this this content of mine um but for those who haven't right your mission statement uh basically forces you to answer three questions who Am I doing this for what problem am I solving and how am I solving that problem? And so it's my podcast helps blank solve blank by blank. Um, My podcast helps audience solve problem by goal of the podcast. Um, And that really helps you align it with your business and then helps you determine, oh, is this going to help me generate leads, right? And again, I, I'll say I have I have the same problem with how I built it, right? My biggest show um, is me interviewing other developers, or it was developers, now it's creators. It doesn't do a whole lot for me to establish my authority, and mm-hmm. I'm changing that. But that's part of the reason I started this show, is so that I can establish my authority, authority in the podcast space. So I think you're really on the right track, and I think like with a couple of tweaks... Uh, to the content and and the mission and the goal, right? You could, uh, you know, it it could have been, it it possibly could have been worthwhile. I, I won't say it definitely would have been. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of alignment there, and and depending on if your clients like didn't want their story told or whatever, um, also, I think that yeah, it's getting people to listen to it so why would people be interested in listening to my clients one bit of feedback that I had which I thought was really useful from the one my podcast failed episode was that this guy who who is a client of mine he said you know I really enjoyed your episodes I listened to them because I, I love you but he said I had no clue who these people were you know they were nobody to me so 
from the from the get go, I'm not I'm not interested in them particularly. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know that's that's really interesting because I will I'll generally tell people, um, the kind of flip side of that, which is like a famous guest doesn't mean more downloads. Like mm-hmm. one of my worst performing episodes was Peter Hollins. He's if you don't know who he is, he's a big YouTuber. He does acapella uh, stuff. He's extremely talented. Him. Oh yeah, he's he was great. Uh, he's yeah, um, but no one listened to that episode because they didn't find it relatable. They weren't doing YouTube stuff. Um, it was off at the time, right? I was still focused on developers. Sorry, that's that's exactly right. Um, and so the thing that when you're getting pe- when you're trying to figure out how to get people to listen, um, it's very much you got to look, you got to think about it as like what's in it for me, what's in it for them. Um, and so if you're talking again, if um, if you're trying to align this with your brand and your services and how you can help them, I think telling the client stories could be that right where it's like, hey. You know, basically your thesis statement is everybody is bad at doing their own branding, right? Which I think is probably not a far-fetched statement. Um, I've rebranded this podcast like three times. Um, My first online course website was called WP in one month. And it like wasn't just WordPress and it wasn't just four-week courses. So like there was no good reason for that name. I just bought the domain and used it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... If that's your thesis statement, right? Every you are bad at doing your own branding. This podcast will help you be better at doing your own branding. Here's how. And then you could talk about, hey, uh, Joe came in and Joe is historically bad at naming things. And so the first thing we did was sit down and look at his ideal client and figure out what words resonated with them, whatever you name stuff. Um, what words resonated with them. And then we came up with a brand name that told people immediately how Joe could help them. And then people are like, oh yeah, research and brand names, but like, I'm still in my own head. Maybe I'll reach out to Trudy. Right. Um, And so part of it is like, oh, I'm also bad at naming things. I'm going to, I'm going to use this. Right. Um, And so if you make it much less focused on what the guest did and who the guest is, and more focused on this guest story helps you figure out your own problem. I think that will get more people to listen. That would get more people to listen. Yeah. I mean, it. what I tried to do every week was to, to have a, a reason to break down a reason why people don't go into business for themselves. As you said, yours was very much based on the fact that you had a three month old baby. You were the sole earner in your household. And yet it didn't stop you. So for me, that was breaking down people's reasoning to say, I can't go into business for myself because I have a family to feed. So I, I did try to focus on on like on those things every week. So, you know, you know how long does it take to yeah. decide to go into business was another one? Or how do you even decide what business to start was another one? So I did kind of theme it every week. Yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah. Strong enough. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's good if your main offering was helping people start businesses, right? Yeah. I think like your show would be the perfect format for like a business launch coach or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, cause then, cause then like you, you tack on your own stuff at the end or at the beginning, right? Like, Oh, I talked to Joe and he, this is what he was nervous about. If you're nervous about this, this is what I would tell you. Right. Um, Whereas, like, the branding stuff, again, that falls much more in line. And again, like, I make this, everybody, people who start podcasts, people who start a lot of things make this mistake constantly, right? Um, they have a passion, they want a, an outlet for it, and then they start it and they're like, this is taking time away from, like, the main thing that makes me money. Yeah. And the big benefit for you is that you realized it sooner rather than later, right? Because I think a lot of people fall into the fallacy of like the sunk cost uh well i've already put this much time in it maybe it'll grow right um and so um getting back to the lead gen right i guess i'm like inventing a new podcast for you here right like like monday morning okay. quarterbacking um and so if you're telling these stories right about um how you help people do better branding uh your lead gen right the call to action could be, hey, I hear the same five mistakes all the time with my clients. If you want to get those five mistakes and what to do to fix them, here's this free resource I have for you. Go over here, join my mailing list, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, that's the thing I would recommend. Now, it's still, this is, and I think this is another mistake that people make. I made the mistake for a long time too. Um, Basically, everything I do is just, like, tell people the mistakes I made and how to avoid them. Um, maybe that's all coaching. Maybe I'm just, like, realizing that right now. But anyway, um, it's that your podcast is not necessarily a way to get more. Like, it's not a growth lever. It's a trust lever, right? And so you get people into your funnel through social media or paid campaigns or webinars or whatever. And then you get them listening to your podcast and that's how they grow to trust you more. Um, and so the way to do that, now I've seen, there's a couple people I follow on LinkedIn now who are like, like to be contrarian uh, and they'll say this doesn't work empirically for me. It has worked. Um, but like podcast swaps, um, is a good way to get in front of other similar audiences and get pe more people listening to your podcast. And so, um, my friend Jeremy ends, uh, is a really good resource for like marketing your podcast. But I think that's probably another mistake a lot of people make is that, um, I'm going to start a podcast is going to be similar to starting a YouTube channel where like that one episode will take off and then people will discover me. Discovery is really hard in the podcasting uh, realm as we as we record this today right maybe six months from now when youtube is doing more podcast stuff um it'll be better but um the the podcast is the way to uh nurture the relationship that you already have with somebody who's who's discovered you somewhere else i think um, and so i think that's another yeah. yeah i think it's a mistake to believe that opening a podcast is going to get you this instant fame or following or anything instantly is definitely a thing something that's a grower you have to build and build and through consistency and you know just giving and giving and giving that it will grow in yeah. I mean my, our mind grew from like I think the first episode 
had 20 listens and then through to now when they still not massive but you know it's getting 50 listens so you know there's there was that growth over the 18 episodes but yeah I'd have to go for about 100 years to get a thousand listens so yeah yeah absolutely and I'll tell you like it's um it's tough I mean yes my main show how I built it pulls in you know between like three and five thousand downloads per episode over the first 30 days um, around 75,000 downloads total per month. Um, this show has, I started publishing it in earnest uh, last June. So, you know, about three quarters of a year as we record this. And it just recently crossed the 3,000 downloads mark. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that because it's a new niche for me. I'm, build, I'm using it to build authority. Um, the most popular episode, it has 134 downloads. Um, so I need to like take my own advice, right? For podcast growth. And that's, I mean, that's one of my goals for this, for, I guess like quarter two, right? Now that I have a strong set of episodes and resources, um, I want to start sharing that out and, and doing more podcast swaps with people. Um, but yeah, the growth part is, is tough. Um, I will say of those hundred or so downloads that each episode gets um, each week, I do get a few people, a few new people onto the mailing list. So, um, you know, I think the consistent call to action uh, yeah. is is helpful. And again, people who are listening and and um, every week or have at least subscribed and they hear that call to action, like they trust you a little bit more. So um it definitely it's a slow build it's been a slow build for me and i i know the levers i need to pull to to grow it um but uh you know i think like finding finding the right mission and the right niche um and then working with other podcasters are probably the three things to really help grow right um and so uh we're we're coming up on time here but i hope this was I mean, again, it was a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking for you, but uh, I hope it was helpful perspective-wise. I hope it was helpful for the listeners who t- who tuned in. Um, do you have any any closing thoughts as, as we wrap up here? I think, will I do it again? Will I create another podcast? I think so, probably. But like you say, I just need to, I need to think more, be more strategic in what I'm putting out there, why and what I expect to return and how I intend to do that. I need to be so much more focused on the outcome that I want so that I don't turn around and say it was a failure again. So, yeah, I think never say never. I need to think. Yeah, I like that. Well, I, I hope to I hope to hear you back in on the podcast waves soon because I didn't I did enjoy your show. I would tune in. I subscribed. I would listen to you. Most episodes. Um, and um, yeah, of course. I mean, it was, uh, first of all, anytime somebody has me on, on a guest, I give them the courtesy of subscribing to their show. But then like, you know, you these are interesting stories you're telling. I've, I've been in business since high school. And so I was very interested in that. Um, I, will, I'll, I will say this though, right? Like being intentional about your goals is really important. A lot of people will say like, don't, don't even think about trying to make money until after you've launched your podcast. I think that's the wrong approach think about think about how you're going to make money with your podcast when you're starting it don't worry about making money from episode one like 
don't say, oh, I haven't made money yet after five episodes. This is a failure. But if you have that achievable goal, then it's easier to march towards, right? I'm working with like a health coach now. Um, and and she says, yeah, you want to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds or whatever. I want to lose 50 pounds. Um, don't focus on the 50 pounds. We're going to celebrate every time you lose two pounds. Can you lose two pounds this week? I go, yeah. I Like I could easily lose two pounds this week, right? Um, and so that one small achievable goal is the thing that that makes me keep going, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that's also something to think about. Don't don't think about oh, I need a thousand downloads or I need to get a hundred people on my mailing list. Think, hey, uh, if fifteen people listen to, to this episode, that's fifteen more people than I would have reached with this message. And mm-hmm. so that's that's the goal. Next week it'll be twenty, right? The week after that it'll be twenty five, whatever. So. Um, I think that's that's an approach to to take as well. So, um, Trudy, thanks for coming on the show and uh, and being open with uh, your podcast uh, experience. I appreciate you sharing with us. If people want to learn more about you, where can they find you? So my website is the is logolady dot com. There you'll find out all about my 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 design business essentially. So my branding business where i design logos and websites and everything but yeah logolady.com or linkedin yep. trudy uh, avery at linkedin or linkedin yeah i'm there every day yes sharing. which i will link yeah and i was saying before we recorded like you are uh your linkedin posts uh get tons of engagement i'm not gonna say i'm jealous because jealousy is a bad color but uh I aspire to get the same engagement on, on my LinkedIn post that you get. So, um, but yeah, yeah, you show up there, you post really great stuff. It's awesome. Um, I'm sensing, you know, I think either a YouTube channel or a podcast, maybe both where you just roast people's logos, right? Logo lady roasts a logo. People love that. Maybe that's your <laughs> I, next I idea. I could never be that uh, mean. I could never be that mean. Well, uh, we can work on that. I'm, I can be that mean because I'm from New York. So uh, we can work on that offline. Trudy, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. I want to thank Trudy once again for coming on to the show, for being so open and honest with us about her struggles uh, and hopefully saving you some time and some strife. Now, truth be told, if Trudy uh, had gone through the uh, podcast liftoff uh, program, uh, she could have saved some time here, right? Because one of the first things we do is talking about defining your mission statement and understanding that measurable ROI in the beginning, even if you're not making money at first. We also cover podcast swaps, which is a great way to grow your show. So if you are interested in any or all of that, you can go to podcastliftoff.com slash playbook to join the program. It's an open enrollment right now, so definitely check it out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you want to hear Trudy's episode uh, where she talks about shutting down her podcast, I will link that in the show notes, which you can find over at profitablepodcaster.fm slash 311. That's profitablepodcaster.fm slash 311. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time. I can't wait to see what you make.
Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.